the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Welcome to East Central High School. Jim Williams with Terrence Arney. And uh, Terrence, we've got a big girls game coming up here tonight. The 7-12 and 12 East Central Trojans against the 4-8 and 8, uh, Colonels from Dixie Heights. Uh, not too far into Kentucky, just down near Erlanger. But uh, uh, this is going to be uh, an interesting ball game, it sounds like. Yeah, the Lady Trojans to try to get a win under their belt tonight. And, you know, you look at the records not really familiar with Dixie Heights, uh, their track in terms of the teams that they play. So you can't really get too caught up, right, in, in that win-loss record over there. Exactly. And uh, as Coach uh, is going to tell us in a few moments, uh, Coach Dzinski, uh they have had an interesting lineup of opponents so far and uh, and some that they feel like they've learned quite a bit from. East Central uh, would love to get that eighth win and uh, show that they're uh, – uh, as good a program as uh, some bigger schools that they have to compete with often. Yeah, no doubt about it. They, I always have uh, somewhat tipped my cap, if you would, um, to the scheduling that they do at East Central. They go out and their out of conference uh, schedule is always tough. They'll go and they'll and they've, they've let it be known they'll go anywhere and play anybody, whether it's Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky. They'll, they'll take on all comers. They have done it for sure, and we will uh, go over some of that schedule in just a bit. But we'll hear from the coaches immediately after these words to get you ready for tonight's tip-off. It is the East Central Trojans and the Colonels from Dixie Heights, and we'll talk to the coaches right after this on 103.9 FM, also WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Call 811 before you dig. Whether it's gas, water, or sewer work being done on your property, insists on it. Osgood Utilities also salutes the Jack Sendell boys and girls basketball teams and wishes them well in the Ripley County Tournament. Organized sports teaches lessons in hard work and teamwork that will stay with these young men and women for life. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and dial 811 before you dig. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And we're back before this girls' varsity contest with the coach of the Dixie Heights Colonels, Joel Stasinski. And, uh, Coach, uh, your girls are 4-8 and eight, uh, so far on the season, but it looks like you've got some pretty darn good athletes out there people should know about. Uh, yeah, we have uh, we have a pretty good squad, but, you know, we don't have a lot of experience. Um, so we have uh, two seniors that have more of our experience with Jalen Brooks and Abby Thielen, but then we also have uh, Avery Moore, who doesn't have quite as much experience, uh, Bella Crawford and Catherine Bunberg, that are juniors. Uh, and so our, our entire crew is pretty new to the varsity floor. So, and, and we've also just went through the gauntlet of 
uh, many top 25 teams in Kentucky. So uh, we also had some injuries as well, too. So uh, we're just getting back into the, the rhythm of uh, having a, a system and a flow where these guys are working together um, because it's very new. The situation is new. Working together is new. Um, but, yeah, we feel pretty good about where we're headed right now and the direction we're going. And it seems like East Central is kind of rebuilding as well, so there should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, what, uh, what can you tell us about your girls and some of the people to watch for? Well, um, our girls, I think you you really have to, and, and Coach Moore will know this, you really have to watch out for Catherine Bunberg. She's capable of lighting it up for about 28 points. Um, you know, if Bella Crawford gets hot, she can score from inside and out. Uh, and Jalen Brooks can distribute. Abby Thielen uh, and Avery Moore can both score inside pretty well and even extend to the perimeter, too. So uh, those are the primary five. And then, then we have some youth. I mean, we have an eighth grader that's playing, uh, gets some pretty good varsity minutes, and she's, you know, probably got a little more than she bargained for when she, <laughs> she came up. Uh, but, you know, especially over our last six, seven games. And, uh, again, but with those injuries, she's been able to get some varsity experience that, you know, there's there's just no substitute for. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. It could be in for a pretty interesting ball game tonight. Uh, anybody in particular you look for uh, from East Central to uh, to really stop that you, that you need to hold down? You know, to be honest, um, we're so focused on us and uh, and having our girls do the do the details and do it the right way. We're at the point where we just say we don't worry as much about who we're playing and over scouting and and filling their head with too much. We really want to. We actually even talked about that on the way out here. We don't really want to fill their heads with different percentages of shooters, non shooters. We want them to close out hard to every shooter that's out there. So we don't want to make uh, average shooters good shooters by leaving them open shots, and we want to take great shooters and limit their looks uh, by closing out the same way so we're just really focused on doing all the small things the way we do all things the way we um, handle our business all the way through seems so simple seems so elementary now just to put it all together at once right yeah and we've we've been able to put together some pretty good quarters but we have not been able to put together really good games so you know when we played ryle who's a top 10 team in kentucky we we're four point game at half and you know, we put together a really solid half and just didn't have um, the legs to finish it out. So, um, you know, and that's just one of the experiences. We played Cooper, and even though the final score doesn't show it, we did some really good things against Cooper, who's top five in the state of Kentucky. So, um, you know, we're, we're just, you know, we're, we're either, uh, we're learning every day, you know, regardless of score, re- regardless of outcome. Learning is important, and uh, this should be an interesting ball game. Thanks so much, Coach. Yeah. All right, thank you. That's Coach Zizinski, and we'll be right back with Kevin Moore in a moment on uh, WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 
And we're back before this girls matchup with East Central Trojans coach Kevin Moore. And coach, uh, your girls are 7 and 12 coming in here. You got a 4 and 8 squad from Dixie uh, uh, Heights. And what are your thoughts uh, going in? Well, it's kind of a weird year, uh, just given the, the history of our matchup. You know, they're a, a really prominent program in Northern Kentucky. They've won a lot of games over the class, you know, past 10 years, and so have we. So we're both kind of in a unique situation where we're in a rebuild. So um, I think if you asked either one of Joel or I, we're probably looking for some consistency. Um, as young as we are right now, we're playing a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Um, to me, that that's really what it comes down to, the team that's a little bit more consistent and takes care of the basketball a little bit more. You know, we're both struggling to score it. Um, we're both really good defensively. That's that's really what it'll come down to. Take care of the basketballs. You know, it's going to be probably a, a low possession game with both teams concentrating at the defensive end. So that, that's really what it comes down to tonight for me. And who are some of the standouts for you that uh, East Central fans should be listening for? Uh, I, I mean, we, we don't score it all that well. So you know, you look at the points per game. Nobody's going to pop the page uh, to you. But you know, a lot of what we do starts with our two guards, Anna Black and Devea Tudor. Um, you know, they started the year obviously very inexperienced, not a lot of varsity minutes in their history, but they're getting better. You know, and that's it's they're, they're probably neither one or primary ball handlers, but they're being forced to, to, to play in that role. And uh, when when they play well, we typically play well. A- after that, it's a lot of a lot of just interior kids. Some uh, Tegan Ligaber, a freshman, um, Kelsey, Kylie Kelsey, a sophomore, uh, both played really well on Saturday. We got to get the ball to them more in low post situations. And then Meredith Sizemore is kind of the wild card. You know, she had three games with 20 or more and then there's three games where she hasn't scored so when when she scores just like with Anna and Tudor when they take care of it we're pretty good well it seems like uh, both of you are then in a similar phase kind of building these ball clubs back to uh, prominence yeah you, you could say that you know Joel he he had a lot of kids that were three and four year starters just like we did so it's uh patience is a very key word in our program right now it's it's uh, easy to say hard to have at times but yeah I, I think that's that's the temperament we have to have and we're building you know, we're clearly not going to be a sectional favorite this year like we have been in the past, but we're trying to build back to that, and I think we've got some pieces that we're going to be able to do that very soon. Well, you sure have terrific tradition here at East Central, from what I understand. Well, thank you. Yeah, we've we've, we've really won a lot of games over the course of the last 14 years and uh, cut down a few nets along the way. So, And, and our kids that, that are currently now at the high school, they've they've grown up with that success, and, and I think coming into it, they, they felt that pressure a little bit, and maybe not from us, but from just – you know, being a part of the program that's won so much. So we've tried to, you know, coach them through the patience and coach them that it's a process and you just can't speed it up. So uh, I'm proud of their efforts. We play really, really good defensively. It's just a matter of if I could buy some buckets for them, I would. <laughs> so, so your keys to uh, uh, getting past the Colonels tonight uh, sounds like scoring when a lot of people would think you can't? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're like us. Um, play a lot of half-court man-to-man. They switch all their actions in terms of screens and DHO. So it's a matter of finding mismatches when we can. And we're going to try and play out of the high post and try to get – they front the low post, as you guys will probably see as we're telecasting the game. If we can if we can take advantage of the, the aggressiveness on the perimeter and with them front the post, if we can get it down low, I think we'll get some scoring opportunities that haven't been so easy in the past for us, but uh, we've really harped on that this week in practice. It sounds like an interesting, fun girls game tonight, and thanks so much, Coach. Thanks. We look forward to it. Appreciate That's it. That's Coach Kevin Moore of the Trojans right back to tip it off in a moment on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. 
Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup and Char sliced sausage. Our sausage is a sliced mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. IsonsFamilyPizza.com or downtown at the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Terrence Arney joining you live from East Central High School where we've got a big girls game coming up between the homestanding Trojans and the Colonels of uh, Dixie Heights in uh, suburban Cincinnati, northern Kentucky. And Terrence, uh, this could be a fairly landmark game for the Trojans, even if Coach Moore tended to understate it a little bit. Yeah, both of these teams, and you, you probably got it from the coaches, they're looking to get these teams back on the winning trail. They both suffered losses their last time out. And they've played each other. This will be the sixth time, Jim, that these two teams have played each other. Dixie Height has the edge. Three wins to East Central's two. Wow. But I assure you, East Central has not got the taste out of the mouth a year ago. Last year, uh, they fell to this Colonel team by oh, 20. So, no kidding. So I'm sure that is well wow. remembered. That will be tough indeed. And uh, we do want to uh, remind everyone that uh, we will have uh, a great, great list of sponsors joining us throughout the night, including Ivy Tech Community College, Great Plains Communication, also Mary Huntington Allstate, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, as well as Garings and Terrence. Uh, who are the starters this evening? We'll start with the uh, visiting uh, Dixie Height Colonels. Lady Colonels will be led on the floor tonight by number 13, Catherine Buttering. Number 14, Jalen Brooks. Number 23, Avery Moore. Number 44, Bella Crawford. And number 51, Abby Thielen. For your East Central Trojans tonight. Uh, starting uh, guard, number one, Nevia Tudor. Number 15, Avery Cable. Number 23, Kylie Kelsey. Number 24, Anna Black. And number 30, Meredith Sizemore. Sizemore, a six-foot junior kind of anchoring the defense as a rim protector and of course an elite scorer as well that's the person any girls team wants and uh you know looks like uh, as we glance at the colonels as well that uh they may have uh, abby thielen close to uh, that mark also this should be very interesting indeed definitely be interesting to see how these two teams particularly the bigs how they match up and We'll get a sneak peek. Well, no, they don't send their bigs. They send the athletic Uh ones to jump it off. Bella Crawford ready to jump it for Dixie Heights and for East Central. I believe that's uh, Kylie Kelsey. And the tip does go to Nevaeh Tudor of the Trojans, and we are underway live from East Central High. Nevaeh has it back, goes into the circle with it, 
And then the pass is off to the wing over to Avery Cable, the freshman getting the start tonight. Coming over to the left side, it is Anna Black. She goes into the corner now. Thinking about a shot, no, and it is looped underneath. Almost put up by Meredith Sizemore, but not quite. And we're going to have the first foul of the game. Well, you can see right there, Coach Moore wanted to utilize that height inside to try to take advantage. No foul there, just a turnover, excuse me. And the Colonels inbound for their first possession. Bringing it up quickly, it is Jalen Brooks, the 5'7 senior. Jalen going down to the right corner, hands it off to uh, Catherine Buddenberg, whom you heard Coach talk about a bit in the pregame. And uh, she's expected to produce here tonight. Gets the inbound pass. After that ball goes out of bounds, we're still scoreless, 45 seconds into this one. Buttonberg dribbles right, is double-teamed by the Trojans, and underneath, she gets it into Avery Moore, who promptly shovels her feet. So you got back-to-back turnovers on both squads uh, to start this off. Still 0-0. And you know, with, with the advantage of having Terrence here, besides outstanding broadcasting, you know, we have uh, software to compute some of the stats. I'm going to be very interested to see how that turns out. Uh, for us this evening. Here come the Trojans with a jump shot from the right side, kind of a semi-hook shot, and I believe there was a foul in there. There was, and that's on Abby Thielen, her first. So Thielen picks up the foul, and that will send Kelsey to the line to shoot two. Kylie Kelsey on the stripe, looking for the first points of the game. 6.57 remaining on the first. First one clanks off the front of the rim. Not good. Still nothing, nothing. Here at East Central High. Kelsey, a 5'10 junior. And one of the Colonels is having to adjust her uniform now. It's all straight. Second shot for Kelsey. Away and back of the rim, not there. Knocked out by the Trojans, and they're going to say that went off of uh, Anna Black. So, being inbounded as somebody retrieves it out in the hall by the Colonels. Getting your team moving and throwing this one in. It is um, Crawford, and it comes up quickly down to the left corner and knocked out of bounds off the Colonels. So, it's going to be Trojan ball. Back-to-back turnovers for the Colonels to start it off, and you kind of got the feel in the coach's interview that they knew that ball security would be important, but it was also uh, a spot that kind of held them down in terms of their ability to score. Nevaeh Tudor dribbles it in for East Central, has it knocked away, and so we're still scoreless as Dixie Heights gives it another shot. Over to the right wing they go to Buddenberg, and her three-point jumper is not there. Back of the rim. Rebounded by her fellow Colonels, however. Over to the right side now to Crawford. Bella doesn't have a shot. She goes into Abby Thielen, who scores the first points of the game. It's 2-0 in favor of Dixie Heights. Here's Tudor once again for East Central. Spinning, going to her left wing. That over to Anna Black. Anna brings it back up front now. Tough man defense. Collapsing sometimes into his zone. Here's Tudor just outside the arc on the left side. In for three for East Central. Beautiful shot there. A little catch and shoot. 
Indeed. And I think she had a foot on the line. They're going to say that was a two. Oh, that's a two. All right, all right. We are tied. Still shows three on the oh, board. Oh, you're right. You're right. I apologize. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. Still three on the board, and uh, it will stay that way. It looks like as the colonels come down, they are fouled. This is going to be on Tudor, her first. And I believe the first team foul for the... It is. Trojans. It is indeed. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. That was a little behind there, and Avery Moore puts up the free throw. Not good. So, again, 3-2. East Central remains our score. Abby Thielen, big girl for Dixie Heights, checks out. And second free throw for Moore is good. We're tied at 3, 529 to go. In the first quarter, got to get my team straight here, Jim. They they they're opposite colors of one another. And Moore was was replaced by the young woman you heard about in the pregame, the eighth grader Peyton Gibson, who's five feet six and uh, apparently doing really really well playing on the high school level. Three all remains our score as the Trojans knock the ball out, turn it back over to the Colonels, bringing it up across midcourt is Buddenberg. She goes over to her right wing to Brooks. Jalen trying to dribble to the corner. Can't get past the Trojan D. Back up front it goes. And Brooks circles around to grab that ball and go over to Gibson for the first time on the left side. And there is almost a good break inside by Bella Crawford, but she couldn't control that ball. And now a shot is up and good. That will count as a foul goes against East Central. Hoop and the harm there. This is going to be on Anna Black. Her first, second team foul for the Trojans. Putting that in was Catherine Buddenberg. And she'll have a chance at the three-point play. She completes it. So our score is suddenly 6-3 in favor of Dixie Heights. Let's see what East Central can do. Tudor and her teammates pass it around in the backcourt. That is Black bringing it across the stripe. And now double teamed on the right side. And here's a quick steal from behind the play. Layup all the way down for, again, Catherine Buddenberg. She's got five of the Dixie Heights points. And we have timeout on the floor with our score, the Colonels 8 and the Trojans 3. Back in a moment on 103.9 FM and the new WRBI app. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Trevor Arney, uh, Trevor, Terrence Arney back at uh, East Central High. And it's 8-3 suddenly in favor of Dixie Heights. And the Colonels inbound the ball. No, it goes off them and out of bounds. So it's going to be back to being East Central ball. Trojans looking to get it in in their backcourt. Tremendous full court pressure. Quick pass up front, though, and 
opportunity squandered there as Kylie Kelsey could not quite get to that ball. Three unofficial, three turnovers each and uh, early here in this first half. A3 remains our score. 4.16 to go. Down into the corner for Dixie Heights, and that is a jumper off the hand of Hope Tigner, who's in the game, and it was not good. There is a three that is good. I believe it's Nevaeh Tudor with her second, and all of East Central's points so far. Big shot there to bring them within a possession. It's 8-6 to six now. Go ahead, Terrence. And it looked like it was going to be a spot where Buddenberg had heated up on a 5-0 run. Is going to try to take this game over. And in the game for the first time tonight is 5'11 junior Bella Crawford. She sinks a tray. That makes it 11-6. Big number 44 with an NBA three-pointer. Not WNBA, the full length. Three and a half minutes remaining in the period now. And underneath, looping one over, trying for it. The Trojans were just somewhat short there, and it was uh, Kylie Kelsey, I believe. A couple subs getting ready to come in for the Trojans. Bringing it up front quickly is Avery Cable, the freshman. Here's Tudor. Can't get her three-pointer away there, so it's back to Cable. She's dribbling to her right. Covered out there by Tigner. Now into the corner it goes, and Cable puts up the three. Just off the side of the rim and pulled down by Abby Thielen. Now over to the left wing to Crawford. Underneath, back to Crawford, outside the arc on the left side. Taking it down to Thielen, inside, that one's going to be good for two. Thielen with four points and a chance for a fifth. Coming up right here, the foul. Charge two, I believe. Oops. Let's see. Kylie Kelsey? Yeah, they yeah, you're going to hang that one on 23. You're right. Yeah, okay, Kelsey. to Kelsey. And uh, good movement for Thielen without the ball to get inside the lane there. And she completes that three-point play. And so our score is 14-6, Dixie Heights, with 2.36 to go in the first quarter. Tudor brings it up again, the sophomore running the offense for East Central. She dribbles down to her right on the baseline, goes over to the left corner. Up with a three is Kylie Ferreira. It's just off the rim and not good. Trojans bring the rebound down. Excuse me, it's the um, Colonels bring the rebound down. Jordan Putes, who is just in the game, gets a shot away from two. It's not good. Pulled down by the Trojans. Now he Central's Tudor has it again up front. She's covered by the other number one. That's Peyton Gibson, the eighth grader. Over to the right wing. That in the hands of Kylie Ferreira. Back to Tudor now. Nevea gives it off to Anna Black. Tudor has it. One on three. Tegan Leigaber is in, the freshman, and tries to get a pass underneath, but it goes off the Colonels. I believe off Thielen and out of bounds. Thielen already has five points in the game. It is 14-6, Dixie Heights, East Central, looking to get some more in the bucket, and there is a nice pass, and on the shot, two free throws were earned. This is going to be on Avery Moore, I believe her second, Terrence. 
I believe you are correct there. I'll send the Trojans to the line. With 137 to go in the quarter, and the first shot is not good. We're both trying to look through the long ponytails to see who is out there shooting. That is Meredith Sizemore, the six-foot junior. Missed the first good on the second. One for two on her free throws. Makes it a little closer. It's 14 to 7. Minute 28 remaining, and it is the Colonels dribbling the ball out of bounds. I think that went off of uh, Bella Crawford. And so right back to the Trojans. Bring it up is Sizemore. Cross midcourt. She gets it away to Anna Black. Now over on the right side, picked off by the Colonels, Jordan Putes. Goes off to Crawford on the left wing. Back up front now. And underneath, in the hands of Thielen, mm. she's in for two. Thielen looking nice with the turnaround jumper. Feeling it. Hey, absolutely. Abby Thielen with now seven points in the game, and it's 16-7 to seven in favor of Dixie Heights. Trojans with the ball. Nevea Tudor dribbling. Kylie Ferrer wants the pass, finally gets it. She's open for a moment. Now dribbles around the lane inside. Layup, and she's good. Kylie Ferreira. Nice play there for East Central. A nice basket there and a timely one as Trojans needing to score. Haven't been kind of silent here. Absolutely. 33 seconds to go in the quarter. We'll stay here for the moment and remind you that Ison's Family Pizza, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Runs Gutswiller, J.C. Bank, and Margaret Mary Health are helping bring you our ball game on WRBI. And, uh, of course, we thank, as always, the wizard John Heil back in the studio. And, Terrence, uh, th- this game hasn't had a specific uh, uh, swing yeah. as yet. Yeah, not a lot of flow going on. You can blame that on the turnovers. Both teams are four apiece. But what I like there on that last East Central Trojan possession, Fiera aggressively drove down the lane and was able to lay it in for two. She can get that any time she wants it if she's going to be that aggressive. The 5'6 junior, yeah, she really asserted herself there, and that's uh, something i got to believe that the uh, coaches really like. Coach Moore had to be happy with that. So, again, it's 8th grader Peyton Gibson getting the inbound pass now for Dixie Heights. She brings it across midcourt. Stops left side. Gets it over to the right wing. That to Putes. And now it's left wing. And there is Gibson with the shot. It is not good off the rim. Good rebound for the Trojans. Back up to Ferreira. She's on the right wing. Gets it back to, excuse me, to uh, Nevea Tudor. Three-pointer not good. And now a beyond NBA three-pointer. In and out not good. And that is the end of the period. Wow couple big opportunities for Nevaeh that just didn't quite go down. Second quarter action coming up here live from East Central High. It is Dixie Heights 16, East Central 9 on 103.9 FM and WRBIRadio.com. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill and so is the traffic. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. 
you're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit BlackhawkAg.com today. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Terrence Arney with you with basketball for four of the next five nights. This is the first of our four, and uh, what a girls game we have here at East Central as the Colonels of Dixie Heights lead the homestanding Trojans 16-9 starting the second quarter, and Nevea Tudor brings the ball in for East Central, gets it right back to, excuse me, to Avery Cable, who is quickly fouled. No, an offensive. Mm. And this is on Tegan Lengaber, uh, the freshman wearing number 44. Yeah, real quick there, Jim. Please. It's, uh, uh, that high, the Dixie Heights, the seven-point uh, lead right now and leading all scores is uh, the Dixie Heights. Uh, not, uh, yeah, Buddenberger, excuse me. Actually, I'll take that back. No, it's Thielen, actually. Thielen. Ah, it's the big inside. inside. Yep. Yeah, that's doing all the dirty work. She's got seven to lead all scores. And now a second foul on Langaber very quickly. That's going to put uh, the other number 44, Bella Crawford, on the line for Dixie Heights. And that one goes up. Excuse me. It's going to be uh, number 14, Jalen Brooks, who's in the game. First shot for Brooks is good. And that makes it 17-9. Second one for Jalen rolls around and down. She has two and is suddenly 18-9 in favor of Dixie Heights. So Tudor brings it up again and goes to the left wing for East Central. Underneath it goes, and just getting it knocked out of her hands was Meredith Sizemore. Meredith trying to control that, but could not quite grab the handle. And the Colonels wisely knocked it off her to get the possession themselves. Bringing it up now is Brooks. Jalen working on the defense of Tudor. And throwing it right past, right past her teammate uh, Jordan Putes. But they're going to say it was knocked out by the uh, Trojans. I was about to say, all game long, it's been each turnover has been followed by the other team doing the same thing, <laughs> but they just kind of broke the curse there, maybe. Jordan Pugh's the inbound, and she gets it to Bella Crawford, who has to go into the backcourt for it. And then quickly coming up again is mm. Brooks. And underneath, what an assist it was. Beautiful. Into the hands. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, beautiful, more. beautiful find to have more down low there. The easy two points. Probably the easiest baskets she'll make tonight. Absolutely. And now driving the lane once again, as she did a few minutes ago, is Ferreira. And putting up the three from the right wing for the Trojans. I, I believe, believe was Cable, wasn't it? That was Avery Cable indeed. Big shot. They man. really needed that one. 
20 to 12 now, and putting it in, falling away underneath the Colonel's basket is Catherine Buddenberg, who now has, I believe, nine points. Buddenberg has looked nice here. Excuse me, make that seven. Yeah, she's looked nice here tonight. Absolutely. Here is Tudor. Smooth ball handler. Trying to get an opening. Can't get a teammate cutting through. There is a pass over to Sizemore. Meredith doesn't have a shot and gets it back up front to Kelsey, who was fouled over her back. The officials say this goes to... That's on Moore. That's going to be yes. her second team's first here in the second period. Avery Moore. That could be a problem for the Colonels as Avery comes out. Tudor also is going to have a seat, Jim. She leads the Trojans with six points. 22 to 12 now, 6.07 to go in the half. Inbounding under their own bucket are the Trojans. They get it into Sizemore. Meredith goes for a layup underneath. She'll be shooting two free throws. Sizemore with a nice move there. The foul charge to Catherine Buddenberg. And that should be, I believe, her second. That's, no, that's only her first. first. Only her first. first. Yeah. Sizemore on the strike. Planks it off the back of the rim. Second we yet to come. Our score remains 22-12. 6.03 to go in the first half. Sizemore in with a swish that time. Makes it 22-13, to 13, six minutes to go in the half, and here come the Colonels. Over to the left wing, passes Jalen Brooks. Now back up front, it comes to Gibson. Peyton looking to move the ball. She gets it right back into the hands of Brooks on the right wing, and three seconds called Oh my! on the Colonels. Yeah, Buddenberg had camped out there inside the lane. Practically started pitching the tent in there. And the Trojans bring... Everybody into the backcourt. They can't get it in bounce quickly enough. Oh. Yep, five seconds. And remember what I said about back-to-back turnovers? <laughs> Bingo. They do it again. And that is going to make it a full-court press in the front court of the Colonels as they do get the ball in more easily. Catherine Buddenberg has it and it's back down to uh, Abby Thielen, who misses and is recovered, put right back by Hope Tigner, who's in the game for the first time. Tigner, wearing number 21 in there. It's 24 to 13. Dixie Heights now. Over on the right wing are the Trojans and just cannot complete the pass to Anna Black. It's been some iffy passing, I turn. It really has. That's seven turnovers here in the first two quarters, and Man. Trojans are going to have to clean it up. Nevaeh Tudor getting ready to check back in and maybe control that ball a little better. Bringing it up now is Jalen Brooks for the Colonels, and wide open for wow. a three on the left side. That is Peyton Gibson. Big shot there as the Lady Colonels continue their dominance here. 27 to 13 now. The 14 point margin, biggest of the game, I believe, so far. Tudor does come back in. Tudor's doing all the scoring for the Trojans. And the question 
It begs to ask the question, who else is going right. to be able to step up for this Trojan team? All right, she gives a break to Meredith Sizemore. The inbound comes quickly to Kylie Kelsey. Kylie goes over to the right side. Ava Arnold is in, doesn't have anyone to throw it to. So it's back to Tudor. The Bay goes left of the lane, not there. Cable dribbles baseline. She's one of the smaller players out there. Almost had an opening, not quite, as the the uh, Colonels stepped in in front of her. Now she has the back and is making that drive again. Just over the rim, not good, and pulled down by Dixie Heights. And bringing it full court now, having it knocked out of her hand without a foul is Jalen Brooks. Brooks really looking athletic for uh, the Colonels there, Terrence. I'm uh, impressed with uh, some of her moves. Yeah, we've had a couple of flashes there on the offensive end. Some pretty plays. Nevaeh Tudor crossing the line one on three. Loses control of the ball for a moment. Gets it back. And then it is taken away by the Knights. And they get it up front to Peyton Gibson. She's got a layup. Left hand no good. And rebounded put back. Not there. And the Knights do not score. The Trojans come away with it. And fouled in the backcourt. That was, I believe, Anna Black. Making some great moves. I'm going to put it on uh, 13. That will be uh, Catherine Buddenberg mm-hmm. of the Colonels. Yeah. That'll be uh, her first. I thought she had two. But... I, yeah, I thought that would be at least her second, so I'm confused. 3.50 remaining in the first half now. As we hope to get that uh, straightened out. Anna Black brings it up for East Central. Gets it back into the hands of Ava Arnold. And on the left uh, wing, it is Black. Now Tudor runs through a foul that is not called. Dribbling up front. Trying to get the ball in a good spot. That's Arnold. Or Black, rather. Back to Arnold. Now baseline for Anna, and she's up for two. Good move by Anna Black. A timely bucket for East Central. Strong baseline drive, went right into the trees, laid it up, and good. And that was still. 27-15 is our score, and Dixie Heights continues to lead, but East Central is not giving up at all, going quickly through the lane, but fumbling it away is Nevaeh Tudor. Tudor, the great ball handler for East Central, but, uh, man, the hands are out for these colonels swatting it away at every opportunity. No doubt. And throwing it away right past the teammate. And hanging her head because she knows that was kind of her uh, uh, pass there is Jalen Brooks. Nice. Who's played otherwise pretty well. Yeah, nice turnover. 2.45 to go. As the Trojans bring it up again with Tudor. Nevaeh is across midcourt. Looking for a pass. Finally gets one to the free throw line. Turning with it is Black. Gets it away once again to Avery Cable. Looked pretty good in this one. Black has it again on the left wing. Trying to get past the defense of Crawford. She does, but then she's picked up by Thielen, who's back in the game, and driving in for the layup, I believe. There should be shots here. Yeah, no doubt. Tried to Euro-step her way inside. A whole lot of contact. Moved her off her spot, but they say not in the act of shooting, Jim. Uh, looks like Jordan Putes will be hit with the foul, but again, no shots, so it'll be East Central ball on their baseline to our left. 
Comes into Tudor on the left wing. Ryan near the Beacon Medicine logo. Over to the left side to Ava Arnold. Ava needs minutes. She is a pretty, pretty heady position player on the floor, getting in the right spots. And it goes out of bounds, knocked out of bounds by the Knights. Excuse me, the Colonels. What am I saying, Knights? <laughs> Who are they? And just just making up teams now. Once again, is Meredith Sizemore for the uh, Trojans. I guess because they wear similar headgear. So I don't know what happened there. So, yeah, so this game now has quietly crept to a, a 12-point lead. Yeah. 27-15, our score with 2.06 remaining in the half. And getting a rest for... Uh, excuse me for Dixie Heights is, excuse me, Abby Thielen once again. <clears throat> excuse me, to be a tutor. And now on the left wing, it is Sizemore. Meredith can't step inside right away, gets it back to Nevaeh. She's on the wing looking for some help. Covered well out there by the Colonel defense. Minute 43 left in the half. It's Anna Black dribbling up to the left wing. Now down to Cable. And, excuse me, that is Kylie Ferrero once again on the drive. And just like she did in the first quarter, she puts it up for two. Nice spark plug off the bench she's been for Coach Moore. I think they need the ball in the hands of number 12, Moore. And there is a nice steal. Anna Black comes away with it for East Central. She's up for a layup. She will be shooting two. Black with a great defensive move there, Terrence. Yeah, a little up and under there. Very aggressive going to the basket. Tig, uh, Tigner's going to pick that foul up, her first. Hope Tigner with it, and checking back in in a moment will be 8th grader Peyton Gibson. Shots for Rat Black. And his first one is away, and just off the front of the rim, 27-17 remains our score with a minute 17 remaining in this half. It has gone by very quickly tonight, and we have, again, games in the next four nights on WRBI, and hope you can be with us for all of them, boys and girls. Tigner checks out. And a black looking for another point. It is good. So a good one for Anna there. Makes it 27 to 18. Cuts the lead to nine. Minute 10 remaining in the half. To the foul line, the ball goes to the, oh man, to the Colonels and off the rim. Now there is a nice rebound for Meredith Sizemore. She brings it all the way back for East Central. Over to the right side to Black. Anna's on the wing, comes in one on three for a layup that is oh not good, just off the rim. And taken all the way back by Jalen Brooks. She runs into Ferreira on defense and wants to get it away from Kylie. She knows what she can do with the ball. 40 seconds remaining in the half. Over to Gibson on the left wing. The eighth grader drives baseline. She's fouled and will be shooting two. Peyton Gibson with three points so far. Looking for another pair. This charge to Nevea Tudor. I believe her second. A little one-on-one crime there. Absolutely. Literally, number one against number one. 34, almost 35 seconds remaining in the half. First shot for Gibson is pure. That was not even net. Textbook. (laughs) Barely a ripple. Second one goes around and out. Pulled down by Sizemore. Meredith brings it across midcourt. Back to Tudor. 25 seconds remaining in the half. 
Nevaeh looks at the clock. Trying to get by the defense of Jordan Putes. Over to the right wing it goes. Sizemore driving baseline. Can she go up for two? She can, and she's going to be shooting two more free throws for East Central. East Central has gotten very aggressive around the basket here late in this quarter, and it shows with more trips to the free throw line. And this foul on number two for uh, Dixie Heights. You are correct. That's Keen. Aaron Keen. Keen's first. And Black. Excuse me, Sizemore, rather. Sizemore makes. Gets the first free throw. Yes. All righty. A lot of traffic going in and out on the sideline here. 28 to 19 now. 16 seconds remaining. 15.8 to be precise. Second one, also good for Meredith. She's got four points all on the stripe this evening. And here come the Colonels. Dribbling to the right across the half-court line is Brooks. She gets it way over on the right wing to Buddenberg. And foul under there on... It's going to be on Ava Arnold of the Trojans. 2.3 seconds remaining in the half. It's 28-20. Dixie Heights and Terrence, the... uh, uh, Trojans have gradually ate, eaten into this uh, have. Dixie Height lead, which has got to be a good sign. Yeah, if they could get a stop, well, it's just 2.3 seconds. If they could, won't be able to get another shot off, but if they can get a stop here, it'll help their cause. Bella Crawford at the horn in the lane. Not good for Dixie Heights, and that is the half. Our score at the break, it is the Colonels 28 and the Trojans 20. We'll be back to recap it in just a moment. You're listening to High School Basketball on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. So, have you been to the Rusty Bucks new location in Batesville? You haven't. Well, you ought to see it. Located north of the interstate on Highway 229, you can't miss it. Just like you relied on the Rusty Buck for all your hunting and fishing supplies and for sales, you can now find that same great service and a wide range of everything you'll need for the great outdoors in Batesville, too. When you're ready to get serious about hunting and fishing, see the Rusty Buck, now in Batesville and for sales. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help 
is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Back at East Central High School, it's girls basketball on WRBI tonight with the Dixie Heights Colonels from uh, the Cincinnati area and uh, uh, taking on the East Central Trojans here. And uh, East Central is really battling in this one, Terrence. Uh, It has been... I think maybe closer than the margin uh, would indicate at 28 to 20. Really, really scrappy play by the home team. Yeah, they uh, doing their best to hang in there at one point. Dixie Hines had able to push their lead all the way to 12, and that's when uh, the Trojans, Lady Trojans, were able to kind of stop the bleeding, if you would, and start to claw their way back in. Got it within a few possessions, uh, and then, of course, time ran out. It'll be interesting to see if they can pick up where they left off. When we start the third. And, of course, so over in the uh, Cincinnati area, I think it's uh, um, uh, so difficult with the big schools that uh, Dixie Heights only 4-8 and eight on the season, but uh, they seem to feel like mm-hmm. uh, they've got uh, superior firepower to East Central. Uh, the Trojans with a 7-12 and 12 record, uh, and they could easily be better than that. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. I, I think both of these teams kind of mirror each other in the sense that they're extremely young. I mean, yes. Dixie Heights, for heaven's sake, have an eighth grader out on the floor. We're not kidding. Uh, that's an eighth grader. They, so they're, you know, they're, both teams are extremely young, not a lot of experience, and they're really just trying, uh, really just learning it as they go this season. Um, uh, and and they'll and they'll improve and they'll get better as time continues and yeah it's by by the time uh, march comes around uh, you know it's could be could be really good as a uh, sectional regional all that, all that play continues and uh, uh, of course you won't have to see uh, dixie heights in that one since they are technically in kentucky but uh, they they are a terrific test yes for central i know the trojans would love to uh, advance and make a bit of a statement yeah no doubt about it if you look at the numbers a little bit from the team's perspective uh Let's check them out. You've got them all. Yeah, East Central is actually doing a pretty decent job in their shooting at 46% from the floor, 43 from three. Um, but that's really all been the work of Tudor. She's got two big threes. In fact, that's her only points in this ball game. Uh, Trojans 50% from the charity stripe. Meanwhile, it's uh, the Lady Colonels shooting 50% from the floor. Most of that was done by Thielen inside. Uh, 25% from beyond the arc, 75% from the charity stripe. Uh, the big number that jumps out, 16 big points in the paint for the uh, Lady Colonels. Again, led by uh, number 13, Buttonberg, with seven. Thielen chipped in seven of her own. Gibson with four. And then uh, tails off a bit there. More with three. Crawford also has three. Brooks and Tigner both chipped in two. From the Trojans, Tudor leaves the Trojans with six. We asked who's going to step up. A whole <laughs> lot of folks, apparently. Sizemore's chipped in four. So has Ferreira and Cable and Black. Both have three. So they're trying to get it done by committee 
on that side of the floor. I'm sure they'd love to see more from a six-foot junior like Meredith Sizemore. She could really make an impact in there. She, she's a little more slight of build yes. than uh, some of the insiders for the Colonels, uh, notably uh, Buddenberg and uh, Abby Thielen. But, uh, hey, why not give it a shot? Give yeah. it a fight. No, no doubt that uh, she can definitely chip in, and you saw her get more active because Tudor found herself in a little bit of foul trouble early, had to come off the floor. That's why she still has the same six that she had in that first quarter. Yeah, you don't want to be in foul trouble. Your, your floor general yes. uh, has to be out there running things. Exactly, exactly. And what, what are the other uh, big numbers that we have, or, or we got them all? That was that was the bulk of 28. Uh, 20 is what you're looking at. And, again, like I said, the big differentiator is points in the paint. Dixie Height owns that, 16 big points in the paint to only there. six points for the Trojans. You want to shoot short-range shots. Yes, Long-range ones are pretty, yes. but short-range ones get the job done. Yeah, and that's, how, and that's why the Colonels are sitting, again, shooting 50% from the floor. So we have an interesting second half to come. What happens with the Trojans now? And I can't imagine they give up. Coach Moore is not that guy. And uh, I don't think these young women are those women. Yeah. Now they no. want to go after this. Yeah. Now they want to definitely uh, get back on the winning trail. Like I said, they lost a tough one in their last outing to Rushville. Um, so they want to get back on the winning trail. And, of course, they lost to this exact same uh, Dixie Heights team a year ago lost by 20 in that one. By so, 20. So Ooh. they want to make it a little more respectable, uh, but they really want to get a win, Jim. Absolutely. And we will be right back to get the second half underway in a few moments, and we'll tell you what's happening the next four nights on WRBI. So stay right where you are. It is halftime in this great girls contest. The Colonels of Dixie Heights leading the East Central Trojans 28-20. to The second half is next on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Hi, this is Mike Stratton of the Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home in Versailles. Eric Karstetter and I are proud to partner with WRBI in bringing you the 100th edition of the Ripley County Tournament. So whether you're an old Napoleon Bearcat, an Osgood Cowboy, a Cross Plains Wildcat, a new Marion Panther, a Versailles Lion, or an old Holton Warhorse like me, We hope you will enjoy one of the finest traditions in Indiana high school basketball. Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home, proudly serving southeastern Indiana for over two decades. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Immerse yourself in outdoor bliss with Nobby Mower Shop in Batesville. Your green haven awaits with top brands like John Deere, Grasshopper Mowers, and more. Explore John Deere compact tractors from 23 to 100 horsepower. Perfect for any lawn. Financing available, too. 
Nobby Mower Shop, 40 years strong, offers pickup, delivery, certified technicians, and parts. Your dream outdoor space starts here. Nobby Mower Shop, turning lawns into havens. Visit today and let the transformation begin. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. He is Terrence Arney. I'm Jim Williams, and we've got girls basketball starting the second half. It is the Colonels of Dixie Heights leading the East Central Trojans here in the East Central Gym, 28-20. to It's going to be Colonels ball to begin the half. They're going to be coming from our right to left in this second. And Nevaeh Tudor is guarding the ball as they pass it away quickly down the right wing and then into the lane. Jump shot, not good. And for Abby Thielen, the big post, hard to miss an eight-footer, but she did. And so here it comes in the hands of the Trojans. Nevaeh Tudor, the all-everything point guard, hands it away to Anna Black, who I think had a pretty decent first half herself. She's trapped on the sideline, though. Knocked out of her hand, and Anna gets it right back, gets it away to Nevaeh. And cutting through on the inside is Meredith Sizemore. She's given him a couple opportunities to get it to her. Just haven't had a chance to get the pass. Avery Cable is out on the right wing. Available to take a shot, and she would love to put a three down. And she has the ball in her hands now. Goes back up front to Kylie Kelsey. Over to Tudor again on the left wing. Trojans looking to work this around the Colonels. And Tudor trying to elbow a defender away. 6.55 to go in the third, and a pass deflected, gotten back by Kelsey, and there is a shot from the left corner. It is high and off the rim, not there. Sizemore with the rebound, and Meredith is fouled. Cable got her feet set on that one. Looked like that one was going in just too strong. I love Avery Cable's shot. It was so close. (laughs) And this is the third foul on uh, Avery Moore. For the Colonels, that could be a loss. It's still 28-20. We'll see how they do without her. Tudor is driving things up front for mm. oh, for East Central, and it goes right through the feet of the intended recipient of the pass. And so out of bounds, this will be Colonel Ball. And that, that was one that Kyla Kelsey wishes she had back. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Tenth turnover for the Trojans, and that's just too many, and I... And then, you know, two quarters played. Jalen Brooks brings it down, gives the ball away to Peyton Gibson, the eighth grader who's playing so well. It is Buddenberg now. And a short jumper from the corner. That one uh, put up by Jalen Brooks. Not there. Jump ball called. And the ball goes to the Trojans. 28-20 remains our score. Nothing scored yet in the second half. As Anna Black inbounds. For East Central, gets it all the way down court to Nevaeh Tudor, who is leading the defenders and can't get a layup away. She was covered down there quickly by Brooks. Good defense on the part of the Colonels there. Back up front, it goes to Black. Anna's over on the left wing to Avery Cable. Cable may be an underrated player for the Trojans, and a potential layup was knocked away right out of the hands of Kelsey and into those of the Colonels and here with a three-pointer mm. short is Bella Crawford who had one in that first quarter that looked easy not that time way short and uh, Jordan Putes comes back in she'll replace Bella who hangs her head a little bit and saying I should have hit that shot 
Here come the Trojans. Baseline inbound to our left. And they get it up quickly. There is Cable. And a long three-pointer from Tudor. Over the rim and not good. The Colonels come down with it and bring it right back up. Driving into the lane. Going over to Gibson on the left wing. Her three is off the back of the rim. Not there. Cable with a rebound. Avery gets it up front to Tudor. This is a layup. This oh, just under the rim. Not there. And the... Trojan fans can't believe that one. There's Tudor sneaking up from behind to make a steal right from the hands of Jalen Brooks. That was a brilliant play by Nevaeh. It definitely was. A little, a little discombobulation for these offenses. Can't seem to find a basket. But if you can't get it on the offenses end, do those things on the defensive end. Absolutely. Foul on Jalen Brooks, uh, so Tudor will inbound. And that is Jalen's first. They're going to start adding up here quickly for both clubs. Inbounding quickly, it goes to Tegan Ligerberg, who is in for the first time for the Trojans. Approaching in mid- this half, I should yeah, say. Yeah, approaching midway in this third, and neither team has scored yet in this third quarter. 28-20. And there is a three high and almost good, but not there for Avery Cable. It looked very nice, but just a few inches short. And there is a two on the left side for Brooks, who had that foul a moment ago. She gets the first score of the second half. It's now 30-20 to 20 in favor of Dixie Heights. And Brooks got away from that long ball, came with the little mid-range jumper. 4.36 remaining as the clock stops, and this will be East Central ball on the baseline to our left. Both teams applying full-court pressure throughout the night. It's got to be wearing a lot of people down. With all the running that's required, Tudor has the ball for a moment, looks away, it's tipped away, but then Sizemore gets it back for East Central, has her layup blocked, mm. and it comes down in the hands of the Colonels. Bring it all the way up on the right wing. They go back up front now to Brooks. Jalen surveys matters, goes over to the left side to Jordan Putes. Jordan working against Marilyn si- uh, Madeline Sizemore's defense, now has it in the hands of Gibson. And her underhand layup left side is not there. Pulled down by Anna Black. Anna comes full court with a layup. And she could have been fouled. It looked like a foul to me, but they're going to call it just a block. Mm. And that brings Kylie Ferreira back in the game for uh, Avery Cable. Transition defense have been somewhat impressive. That's that's been several point-blank shots. Look like the Trojans are going to be able to easily get off. Yep. And they track them down from behind and get defensive plays every time. Exactly right. Hope Tigner checks in now for the Colonels. Here's the inbound into the corner. This to Ferreira. No shot there. She's covered by Gibson. And inside it goes. Almost knocked away. It is knocked away. And they're going to say knocked is the key word with a foul. Let's see who hit whom here. They're going to put that one, I believe, on the Trojans. They are. And that will be Bella Crawford. With her third, I believe. 350 to go in the third quarter. 30 to 20. Dixie, no, no, no. I'm sorry. They're going to give that to uh, uh, Tegan uh, Lungaber, the other 44, mm-hmm. for uh, East Central. And now it is Colonel's ball and stolen away by the Trojans and coming all the way down for a layup and stuffed is Nivea Tudor. Once again, the transition defense is there for the Lady Colonels. And the Trojans put number 25 in, uh, may not be on every roster. 
Here is Nevea with the pass going over to the left side. Now into the corner on the wing. Tudor comes over to pick that ball up. Puts up a three. It's high off the rim. Not there. It was close. But pulled down by the Colonels. And now on the right side, that is Putes. Goes over to the wing. Launches a three, and it's off the back of the rim. And, oh, big foul underneath. This will be Peyton Gibson with, I believe, her first. Checking in will be Avery Moore, a 5'8 senior for Dixie Heights. And we should say that uh, Tian Lakeheimer is uh, playing pretty well inside despite the foul a moment ago. Now, who do we have on that updated roster as number 25 for the For the Trojans, Trojans. that's going to be uh, Kaylee Meadows. Kaylee gets the ball and brings it up front across the line in front of Bella Crawford, and Crawford fouls her. Mm. That should be four on Bella. I think you're right. Who's been pretty effective. I say it's the first. Oh, it is the first. Where I was looking. Only one for Crawford. My bad. And here is the drive to the baseline, and the youngsters tripped, but they're not calling a foul there. They say it went off. Damn. Off the Colonels. And checking back in now is Abby Thielen as Jordan Putes comes to the sideline. So Ferrari inbounds. To Anna Black, and the three is high, not there. Rebounded, put back. Leggaber almost has it. The freshman battling in there. Pulled away by Crawford now. Bella goes left wing for Dixie Heights. Into the hands of Brooks. Now back to Crawford. Over to the far right side to Tigner. Good defense on the part of... East Central here and almost intercepted by Kylie Ferreira. Made a great hustle play for that. Yeah, she's every time she's on the floor, she's making those type hustle plays. No doubt about it. Really like Ferreira. A good match uh, with uh, Nevea Tudor. They are all over it. 210 remaining in the third. Still 30 to 20 in favor of Dixie Heights. And now it's Thielen in the right corner for the Colonels and the layup is not good. Pulled down by Ligaber, and here come the Trojans in for the layup. And that is number 25 again. That was Meadows. Terrific work right there. Her first score of the game. Now here's Crawford. And she has one go off the glass. Where's the foul? Crawford wasn't tagged. That was away from the ball underneath. This is going to go against Kylie Ferreira. She is battling under there, no doubt about it. And Avery Cable, the freshman, comes back in. She replaces Anna Black, who's been working hard as well throughout the night. So not in the act of shooting, so that will be a simple side out for the Colonels. So Crawford takes it around the horn. And goes down to the right corner, and we have a hold now 
called again on the Trojans. This will be Ligabert. Tegan? I think that's her third. Her, oh, they've got four. Her fourth. I was getting crossed up on my 44s. I think that's that exactly my, what happened to what, us. One of my big problems. And so checking back in for Tegan is Anna Black. She didn't get much rest, but uh, she's been going hard throughout the night. And here is the inbound pass. It comes in to Crawford. She looks at a shot. Meadows is in her face. And underhand layup not there. Meadows with the rebound. And I believe she's fouled as she grabs that ball. Let's see. It's going to put them on the line. That's They're over the limit. That is Hope Tigner on the foul. So Meadows goes to the stripe for the Trojans. Two shots, as Terrence said. First one's good. She's got three points all in this third quarter. And that's that makes it 23. Second one, also good. Bailey Meadows in the box score. Bailey making an impact for East Central for sure. Bringing it up now is Buddenberg for the Colonels and a nice pickoff underneath. That is Kylie Ferreira with another terrific play, and she was fouled. No, she wasn't fouled. It was just knocked out of bounds by the uh, Colonels. Excuse me. Jalen Brooks, the inbound. Gets it up front now into the hands of Buddenberg, and there's a collision near midcourt. That's probably a foul. I think it's going to go against Meadows. It is. Should be Bailey's first. Indeed. Minute four remaining in the third quarter. 30-24. 30-24. to 24. The Trojans of East Central battling back. What was a 10-point lead for the Colonels a moment ago is now a turnover on a bad pass between Crawford and Thielen. It's been an ugly quarter in terms sure of, has. Wow. of rhythm and, and, and consistency, but it's allowed the Trojans to get back in this game. They've mucked it up yeah. all the way into a, just a two-possession ball game. So Anna Black gets the inbound pass to Tudor and gets it back. Now it's Nevaeh on the left wing. Cannot drive for the layup as she was open for a moment. Bailey Meadows cuts through. There is Black once again up front. And then it's Meadows just over the rim and not there. That should be out of bounds off Thielen. That should be Trojan ball under their bucket to our right. And it is. Just need Kylie Ferreira to step out of bounds to throw it in. And she does. Just th- 33 seconds. We'll see if they hold for this final shot. couple subs in for the Colonels there. It is a much closer game now, and here come the Trojans. Meadows up front going over to the left wing for three, and nailing it are the Trojans. Big shot to draw the Trojans within three. I believe that was Kylie Kelsey. No, it was Anna Black. Black with the shot. You are correct. Brilliant and an answer on the way. And another tray. Yes, it goes down on the other end. That for the Colonels. 
33 to 27. One second left, and just off the rim for Bailey Meadows. Our score at the end of three is the Dixie Heights Colonels 33, your East Central Trojans 27. A fourth quarter of exciting girls basketball is next on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Call 811 before you dig. Whether it's gas, water, or sewer work being done on your property, insists on it. Osgood Utilities also salutes the Jack Sendell boys and girls basketball teams and wishes them well in the Ripley County Tournament. Organized sports teaches lessons in hard work and teamwork that will stay with these young men and women for life. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and dial 811 before you dig. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Fourth quarter of girls basketball here at East Central. The Trojans trailing the Colonels of Dixie Heights 33-27. It has been a wild third quarter, and now we're looking for a wild fourth as the Trojans get ready to inbound this ball. Nevea Tudor gets it. And here comes East Central. Back across the midcourt stripe. Over to the right side to Ferreira. Kylie's up front. Gives it away to Anna Black. Black drives the lane one on three and has it knocked out of bounds by the Colonels. Trojans have been a lot more aggressive here in this second half in terms of drives down the lane between Black and Meadows, and it's really paid off. Absolutely. They made it a six-point game, which uh, at halftime it didn't look like it could be made into one again. And so here come the pass, and it's over to the right side to Black once again. Up front, and oh, a fumble of the pass, and uh, Bailey Meadows, who has played pretty well coming in that third quarter. Coach Moore saves him with a timeout. (laughs) There it is. And uh, so we will pause briefly, make it 30 seconds, and back right after this on WRBIRadio.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 7.37 remaining in this girls' contest between the Colonels of Dixie Heights and the Trojans of East Central. Here at East Central High, that uh, third quarter, Terrence, was 7-5 to five in favor of the Trojans. Yeah, low-scoring quarter, and if it weren't for the big three from Buttonberg, it really would have been a low-scoring <laughs> quarter, only two points. Uh, but Buddenberger, as uh, we got to the last few seconds, hit a big three to answer 
a big yes. three of the Trojans hit previously. And underneath it went to Maryland, uh, Madeline Sizemore, and uh, possession arrow indicates we'll go to the Colonel's ball. Yeah. So 33-27 remains our score. 7-34 remaining in regulation, I guess we should say. Colonel's bringing it up. Bailey Meadows back in there. Having a nice second half so far. Applying some tenacious D. Going over to the right corner is that ball. And the queen of quickness, Nevea Tudor, helped knock that out of bounds off the Colonel's. That was some good defense there from Tudor. Tudor gives up probably, oh, I don't know, a good six inches. Oh, yeah. She's she's 5'4 on a good day. And uh, doing a good job guarding Brooks. Yeah, absolutely. And Kylie Ferreira does a nice job dribbling that ball up on the left side and getting fouled. This is going to be on the Colonels. That's going to be Peyton Gibson with the foul. She checks back out. And her third. And here is a quick pass underneath the Sizemore. Up for two on just rolls off the rim. Into the hands of the Colonels. Trojans almost break up the pass. And a timeout called by an upset uh, Coach Zinski. And uh, let's keep it here, Terrence. And uh, what do you think is happening here? Well, I think you can't be... At all, please. I mean, the Colonels have <laughs> no. 33 points. They had 28 at half, and here yes. we are in the fourth quarter. They've only added to that lead five points. Uh, and I just before calling that timeout, you could hear Coach say, what are we doing? There, there. That's that's your key. Yeah. And, and I'm sure a lot of coaches say that quietly, but uh, when you get them saying it out loud and calling an angry timeout, uh, uh, you're going to get a talking to them. I know those uh, – uh, Colonels just have what? What? What do you think they're going to switch to? Well, I think what they're going to try to do is try to settle things down. A whole lot of dribbling they're doing, way too much dribbling, and that's giving these this tenacious and feisty Trojan defense opportunities to swat at balls, knock balls out of bounds. You saw the back-to-back turnovers that the yes. Trojans got there on that last um, sequence. So I think they're going to look to continue putting pressure on the ball to try to get some extra possessions so they can get back in this game and maybe get a lead. I'm pretty impressed with the Trojans' handsy defense. Yes. And, and, and they're not clocking the bodies, mm-hmm. uh, which can get you called more easily. Yeah, no doubt. So here they come, and they've got in there Kylie Ferreira, as well as Bailey Meadows, who's had a nice second half. Didn't play in the first, but uh, is looking good. Nevea Tudor is out there as well. And it's Sizemore, Meredith inside, nearly six feet tall. So on the left wing, it is the Colonels. They rocket one across court from Buddenberg, and there is a three. I mean, was that uh, was that Brooks that hit that? Coming out? from the hands of Brooks, I believe that's correct, Jalen. So that is a tough one. Number fourteen puts it down. It's thirty-six twenty-seven now. Six thirty-five remaining, and the shot doesn't go for East Central. Bringing it right back is Buddenberg, Catherine. And she travels with it on the right uh, wing. Well, that play that they drew up right after the timeout was exactly what we'd said. No dribbling. They just whipped that ball around. Pass, 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 pass. Open look three. Instant pass doesn't hit the floor. (laughs) Coaches love when they can pull that off. Avery Cable checks back in now for the 
Trojans. And Nevaeh Tudor gets it across midcourt, covered at a distance by Jalen Brooks. Now Nevaeh gets it away to Cable, up for three. Oh, just off the front of the rim. And coming down a three-way rebound with Meredith Sizemore and two of the Colonels. Possession goes to the Trojans. Inbound to Cable. Avery goes over to Tudor on the left wing. And now Nevaeh hands it away in the corner. Back to Nevaeh. They're looking for someone to cut through. Sizemore is covered by the bigs inside. And Nevaeh comes up with a layup. It is not there. Sizemore tries to go for the rebound, but it's pulled down by Catherine Buddenberg of the Colonels. She gets it up front now to Putes. Jordan over to the right, back to the middle. She passes left, back to Buddenberg. On the wing she is. Thielen is out there. And timeout again, called by called by the Colonels, and this is going to be 5.33 to go, and a chance to remind you uh, of our great sponsors, including Fleetwood Chevrolet, Hurt and Elko, Georgia's Pharmacy Medical Equipment, and Affinity Graphics and Tees. And remember, if you haven't picked up those T-shirts from the Ripley County Tournament last oh, yeah. week, give Affinity a call or stop by. Yeah, and, uh, as soon as I heard about them, I had to jump on and grab me one. I, I did, too, and I had only been in uh, the county a couple days when they <laughs> went on sales. Like, oh, i got to have that. Yeah, what's neat about those those T-shirts is it not just has the four teams that participated in this year's tournament, but it has all the schools that participated all throughout those hundred years. Wow, that is so schools that are that, you know that no longer even exist are shown on that T-shirt. It's it's, it's really a remarkable piece of, piece of history, right there. Absolutely, a collector's item. You got to get one, uh, and uh, they may still have one to sell to you. Jordan Pute's to inbound for. Dixie Heights here. She gets it into the backcourt. And they're bringing it up front with, excuse me, Jalen Brooks going over to her right side. Now into the lane goes Crawford, and her underhand layup is not good. Almost rebounded by the Trojans. Fought for on the floor. Jump ball. Possession arrow to I believe Dixie it'll Heights. Stay with the Colonels, yeah. Yep. 515 remaining in regulation. 36-27. Colonels with the lead. And it looks like it'll be Brooks the inbound on the baseline. Gets it in to Buddenberg. Catherine's had a quietly pretty darn good game. And she goes one on three for the layup and hits it. That is a big hoop right there. It really is. Number 13 nails it and makes it 38-27. Five minutes on the clock now. Taking the baseline is uh, Cable for the Trojans. And the shot goes off the bottom of the backboard into the hands of the Colonels. Coming right back with it is Brooks. Jalen looking for some instructions from the sideline, calling for some help up there. Buddenberg provides it, gets it away to Crawford, now back to Brooks Mm. underneath, and layup up and missed by Catherine Buddenberg, but she's going to have free throws to make up for it. I'm going to put that one on Cable. Avery gets, I believe, her first of the game. It is 4.32 remaining. And here come the free throws. First one high and good for Catherine Buddenberg. Jim Trojans had closed this game all the way to a three-point contest, but yep. now it's ballooned back up to 12. Absolutely. And it looks like um, 
Ludenberg has 12, 13 points so far. She's going to go for a 14th here. With 4.32 remaining, it is also good. Catherine Ludenberg quietly making things happen for those Colonels. And there is a battle on the floor as Nevea Tudor tried to bring it up. Getting after her was Jalen Brooks. Jump ball. Possession arrow to the Trojans. Inbounding from the baseline to our left. They've got to get in quickly. They do. Bringing it up now is Kylie Kersey. Excuse me. That is Bailey Meadows for the layup. That should be good. She was fouled on the way. And it does count. It does indeed. Looks like we have a timeout on the floor, Jim. And so we'll pause and be right back in a moment on 103.9 FM in the new WRBI app. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Ison'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. First of four nights of uh, basketball with Terrence and Jim on WRBI. Tomorrow night, it'll be the Jacksonville girls at Lawrenceburg. On uh, Thursday, it'll be the Greensburg boys at Batesville. And on Saturday, it'll be the South Ripley girls at Oldenburg Academy. The boys' uh, South Ripley and Oldenburg game will be on Friday, covered by our friends Rob Moorhead and Brian Samples. That's a lot of hoops. Uh, Great basketball action this time of year. I'm really looking forward to that Thursday night tilt between the Pirates and the Bulldogs. Jalen Brooks, the inbound now for the Colonels of Dixie Heights. 4.20 remaining, 11-point lead, 40-29. to And they get it all the way down court to an open... Very open. Uh, Jordan Putes, who missed a pass. It was kicked out of bounds by the eighth grader, Peyton Gibson. But possession arrow goes, uh, excuse me, it went off, they should say, the uh, Trojans. And now it comes inbounds to Bella Crawford. And bringing it back around the horn up front, it is Jalen Brooks. Now getting it back in her hands is Buddenberg, who's had a big night. Gibson on the right side. Over to Brooks once again. 3.56. Colonels are content to run some clock down. Up by 11. On these very, very scrappy Trojans of East Central. Really impressed with their effort, even if they don't get any closer. This has been a heck of an effort for them. And there is the right-handed layup. Coming off the backboard and a rim oh, for no. Buddenberg and taken right back after the Trojans got the rebound. So the Colonels have it once again with 324 left. Again, rolling that clock. Gibson, the eighth grader. She's going to be around for four more years after this one. She's pretty darn skilled now. Mm-hmm. Foul charged in there to Bailey Meadows. I think Bailey's second, 319 left on the clock. 40 to 29, our score with Dixie Heights leading East Central. Jalen Brooks to inbound. She does. Gets it to Bella Crawford. 
And back to Brooks. And off the rim, not there. Good rebound by Tegan Ligaber of East Central. Now it's Nevaeh Tudor. Left wing down to the corner, off the glass, no. And a nice jumper over there, attempted by Kylie Kelsey. Just didn't go down, and it's just been that kind of night for the Trojans. Three minutes now as they continue to trail by 11.40 to 29. There's Meadows on the defense. Gibson on the long three, and from the corner, it goes out and back to the Trojans. Yeah, time not the Trojans' friends right now, Jim, with just 249 down double digits. They need uh, to get something moving here in a hurry. And Tudor gets the pass quickly from the baseline and can't chase it down, so it goes right back to the Colonels. 40-29 to 29 remains our score, 246 left. And it may be just that the margin is all we have yet to decide here. 240 left, and it is Buddenberg. Cross court to Gibson. Now way down in the corner for another three. Not there. Lightgaber with a good rebound. Back up front to Tudor. Nevaeh has it stolen away. And diving for it on the floor. This goes off of Catherine Buddenberg. Still hustling. And it will go to the Trojans. As uh, Avery Cable checks back in. Lightgaber takes the seat. Throwing it in is Anna Black. That goes right to Cable. She goes left of the lane. Passes an outlet for a jump shot. Not there. Now Cable takes it from the corner for three. Well short. And a foul underneath, the officials say. Since those early threes. That is going to be on Catherine Buddenberg. Only her second of the game. 214 remaining, 40 to 29 remains our score. Trojans inbound to Tudor. Nevea goes baseline. She is fouled visually by Bella Crawford. And that's going to be only two on Bella. Nevea te- steps to the stripe. Hadn't scored since her two threes early in the first quarter. So they ended up containing Tudor pretty well. That's her seventh point of the game. Makes it 40-30. to 30. And the second one, in and out, not good. Crawford with the rebound for the Colonels. And they're bringing it back up. And it looked like... Jordan Butes dribbled it right off her own foot, but no. They're going to say it went off the Trojans. So Avery Moore checks back in. The 5'8 senior gets the pass inbounds to Brooks. Now into Crawford down the corner, and there is Brooks on the layup attempt. Off the rim, not there. Bailey Meadows with the foul. Her third, minute 55 left. It's 40-30, to 30, Dixie Heights. Yeah. 
First shot for senior Jalen Brooks, not good. She has two in the first uh, first half in the second quarter. Let's see what she does with the second free throw. Minute 55 remaining. Colonel's leading by 10. It is good. Full timeout on the floor. Timeout on the floor, and we will be back for the closing minute 55 of this one in a moment. It's 41 to 30. Uh, Dixie Heights over East Central on 103.9 FM, WRBI, and the WRBI app. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. It's been a unique, tricky, interesting game here, and uh, it's kind of gone in uh, spurts and runs and dribs and drabs, and it's 41 to 30 with a minute 55 remaining. The Colonels of Dixie Heights about to knock off the Trojans of East Central as Nevaeh Tudor gets the ball in. Brings it up court, looking to score. Can't quite get around a screen to the right, so she brings it back to midcourt. And now goes around Crawford and Bella Fowler, they say. That should be three on Crawford. Minute 42 remaining. And it puts Nevea back on the stripe. She's one of two just a few moments ago. The sophomore has it up and just off the front of the rim. Not there. That's another spot in this ball game that the Trojans are going to look at. Opportunities missed. Boy, that's a great phrase. Absolutely. Second shot. You hear the dribbles, and this is also off the front of the rim. Meredith Sizemore back to rebound, putting it up, and that block. Could have been a foul, but uh, was not called that way. Bailey Meadows checks back in now for East Central. Minute 40 left, 11-point lead for Dixie Heights. And here come the Colonels. All the way down to Peyton Gibson on the right wing to the baseline. And picked off under there. Great defense by Meadows. Meadows has had a nice second half, Terrence. I'm really impressed with her. She's definitely been a bright spot, a spark plug here in that second half. Really got things going in the third when uh, the Trojans were able to pull within three. Minute 31 remaining. Inbounds it goes, and that is going to be up and good for Bella Crawford. And a foul makes it count. This one charged to... I believe they put that on 20. That's her second. Ava Arnold, right? Correct. And the shot is good. 
Makes our score 44 to 30 with a minute 25 remaining. Never stopping working, Nevaeh Tudor. What a point guard she is. Goes over to the left side. That's Anna Black. Can't get away from Crawford's defense. Tries to dribble it underneath. And is fouled. No, travels. Not fouled. And it looks like Coach Moore is going to wave the white flag here with some wholesale substitutions. Absolutely. Coming in are Kylie Killing. Also, Lexi Hatmaker. And, uh, excuse me, number 10. Minute five remaining, 44 to 30. I believe that's Adrena Dugan. Or, okay. Or it could be Sophie Reeling. They've got two number 10s. Ah. <laughs> it may be really. I, I think I'd yeah, I think seen it is her too. previously. And so here's the first free throw. We're getting ready to check in as Hope Tigner once again. Second one is not good for uh, Buddenberg. Is that a big game? 45 30, 55 seconds left. And over to the right side. Buddenberg. Bring it up. It is to Buddenberg, and no shot there. Now, here is a three. It's often not good, and pulled down under the bucket. That by. Sophomore Tatum Johnson, who's in the game. And again, wholesale subs now for Dixie Heights. Leading by 15 with 36.1 seconds on the clock. Peyton Gibson comes out. She's going to get to play five years of high school basketball. As an eighth bump. grader this year. What a deal. Highly skilled. Maybe a huge weapon in another year or two. She's a pretty good weapon now. The Colonels pass it around and just toss one past Reese Reagan. 14th turnover for for the Colonels. For the Colonels. Wow. 10 seconds remaining. 45-30. A Central is trapped back there. Hope Tigner applying some defense. And Ava Arnold dribbling and a long shot. It's not good, and that is the ball game. Our final, the Dixie Heights Colonels get their fifth victory of the season, knocking off the East Central Trojans 45-30. to We'll be back to recap this girls' contest in about two minutes on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. 
Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit BlackhawkAg.com today. So, have you been to the Rusty Buck's new location in Batesville? You haven't? Well, you ought to see it. Located north of the interstate on Highway 229, you can't miss it. Just like you relied on the Rusty Buck for all your hunting and fishing supplies and for sales, you can now find that same great service and a wide range of everything you'll need for the great outdoors in Batesville, too. When you're ready to get serious about hunting and fishing, see the Rusty Buck, now in Batesville and for sales. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. The Dixie Heights Colonels win this girls' contest 45-30 to over the East Central Trojans. And uh, Terrence Arney, what are the numbers? Well, when you look at the numbers, first things that kind of jump off to you, we talked about it at the halftime break. It was the points in the paint, and that continued uh, to go that way in favor of Dixie Height. They had 22 big points in the paint to uh, the Trojans with only 10. And uh, quite honestly, that ended up being uh, the difference in this ball game. Um, as we go through it, the, we'll start with the visiting Dixie Heights. 39% from the field, uh, they were 15 of 38. 25% from uh, three-point land for 16. 73% from the free throw, uh, from the three throw on 11 of 15. And then, like I said, 22 big points in the paint. As for East Central and their shooting, they were 9 of 34 from the floor for 26%, 4 of 17 from three uh, for 24%. Cooled way off in the first half, started off hot uh, with the hot shooting of Tudor, but that cooled off. Shortly after that, and 8 of 16 from the charity stripe, uh, right at 50% there. The uh, rebounding game was dead even at 24 apiece. And the turnovers, which did play a part in terms of how the flow of this game just wasn't there. Um, And both teams really 
um, doing their part. Uh, Dixie Heights with 14 turnovers, and the Trojans had 12. Uh, we can go through the uh, individual scoring. We'll go through that as well. We'll start with Dixie Hines. Uh They were led and for all scores as Buddenberg had 14, Brooks with seven, Thielen added another seven, Crawford with six, Moore and Gibson both chipped in four apiece, and Tigner uh, had two. As for the Trojans, uh, they were led by Tudor with seven. Six of those seven came from beyond the Arkansas. He had those in the first quarter. Did get some help from Black and Meadows as they both chipped in six points apiece. Sizemore and Ferrer, they followed suit, chipping in four, and Cable added in three. That was amazing, Terrence. The uh, uh, the way that Dixie Heights was able to put it on the Trojans, but you know the Trojans were really fighting. I did see some some bright spots for them as mm-hmm. far as individual plays and playmakers, yeah. and I don't think they need to be too upset at dropping to seven thirteen on the season. Right. It's one of those rebuilding seasons, and both coaches said they've had glory in the past few years. But this season has just been off for each one. And so the Colonels only get to 5-8 and eight on right. the year. Not doing tremendously better, but, but having a better game in this particular one. Yeah. Yeah, they, they Colonels did what they needed to do to, to get the win, no doubt about it. But, um, you know, even with that effort, uh, I'm definitely pleased. I'm sure they're pleased with their 45 points. They've had trouble scoring the basketball. Exactly. And even at even at 45 points, that's not going to be enough on most nights. No. But it was enough tonight. And especially considering the big schools they have to play yeah. over in that Cincinnati area. Remember, yeah. they're in uh, uh, Edgeworth, uh, right next to Erlanger, mm-hmm. and uh, right next to everything else. Right. And so it uh, it can be a pretty daunting challenge, I guess, to, to be over there. But of course, the, the Trojans would love to do better around here as well. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. They'll get back on their winning ways here in, in uh, a little, as we said, uh, they're young. You can see that on the floor they're young, but they will improve um, as as the season goes on. And you can't say enough about some of those young women uh, that uh, were out there. And Nevaeh Tudor uh, is battling all the time, all yes. the way down to the last uh, uh, gasp. And uh, I also really was impressed by uh, the play of several of the Trojans. Avery Cable came in and made some uh, some mm-hmm. big plays. Bailey Meadows had a heck of a second half. And I think that's another part of it, too, is Coach Moore is, is tweaking these his starting five and tweaking this lineup. He's going to mess around and find the right combination that he really likes because let's not forget they battled all the way back in that third quarter and cut the lead down to three. To three. So um, I think he found. I think Coach Moore may have found something twerking with that lineup when he brought in Meadows and had Ferrer there on the floor at the same time, and uh, there might be something that they can build on. It, it can be done. Yes, it's just a matter of now knowing that you can get there and then to finish to yeah. go to go past that final edge. No doubt. Absolutely. And let's remind folks uh, that we do have four more nights of hoops, three of them with us, uh, coming up on WRBI. Why don't we take a quick break, come Absolutely. back, and, and remind them about all that good basketball on this way. We'll fill you in about much more hoops on the way in just a moment. Again, our final 45-30 to 30 here at East Central High School. Back to wrap it up for the evening after this on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. 
You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. Hi, this is Mike Stratton of the Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home in Versailles. Eric Karstetter and I are proud to partner with WRBI in bringing you the 100th edition of the Ripley County Tournament. So whether you're an old Napoleon Bearcat, an Osgood Cowboy, a Cross Plains Wildcat, a New Marion Panther, a Versailles Lion, or an old Holton Warhorse like me, we hope you will enjoy one of the finest traditions in Indiana high school basketball. Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home, proudly serving southeastern Indiana for over two decades. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Unleash precision at Nobby Moore Shop in Batesville. Elevate your outdoor game with top-tier equipment, John Deere compact tractors, grasshopper mowers, and steel tools. From 23 to 100 horsepower, John Deere compact tractors redefine efficiency. Need financing? They've got you covered. Nobby Moore Shop, your local outdoor authority for 40 years, offers expert service, pickup, delivery, and a treasure trove of parts. Nobby Moore Shop, where precision meets performance. Visit today and transform your outdoors. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Terrence Arnie back at a now silent East Central Trojan gym where the uh, Trojan girls basketball team has dropped one to the uh, Colonels of um, uh, Dixie Heights. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me from uh, from Edgeward. And uh, the final was 45 to 30. And uh, Terrence, uh, this was uh, just, it's it's one of those games that uh, you got to go through. But uh, the uh, Trojans are maybe down, but certainly not out, as we we're saying. They've got uh, a bunch of season and playoffs left to come. Listen, the beautiful thing about Indiana basketball is. You can go out on the floor, and as long as you're getting better each time you play, and I do believe they are, yeah, as long yeah. as you're getting better each time you play, you can hit your stride, find your stride when it gets to the second season, the one that actually counts. Because the fact of the matter is, tonight's game has no bearing on where they there. can go. There. Right? That's so, um, you know, yeah, tough loss for them. But, again, as long as they're getting better each time they take the floor, and I truly believe they are, 
that's going to be good. It's going to serve them well when they get to the second season. No question. And again, we saw the development of a Bailey Meadows right on this floor tonight. Yes, uh, she really came on and uh, impressed, even though she only had four points. Meredith Sizemore, I thought, was uh, terrific at six feet. If she can be used uh, more effectively, mm-hmm. that's going to help them. So uh, the Trojans certainly have uh, a lot of uh, uh, room to improve. And Nevea T- Tudor is going to keep on leading and going after that ball every opportunity. You know, and I'll say this, and this really was a turning point in this ball game. You know, Nevia Tudor, just a sophomore, wow, and yeah. these Trojans go as she goes. She came out hot, hit two big threes early on, yes. had six points in the first quarter. But Dixie Heights switched up their defense. They took off the, the shorter guard that was guarding her, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was originally being guarded by Peyton Gibson. Yes. The eighth grader. Right. Okay. They took the eighth grader off of her, and then they put the senior, Jalen Brooks, much more experienced and taller. Yes. And that is really what happened to uh, Tudor in this ballgame, and it really changed what the what the uh, Trojans were doing offensive early. And once they locked her down with a much taller, much more experienced senior, uh, then the, at that point the Trojans literally just played into and it was clear that Jalen yeah. knew a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. not, 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 not like Gibson's not going to learn things, and she's yeah. pretty impressive for 13 years old right, right. now. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right on. Yeah, so that really changed the complexity of the of the offense that the Trojans wanted to run. She found herself in some foul trouble as well, spent a good portion of that second quarter off the floor. Yep. And once she was off the floor, once they found uh, the taller senior guard to guard her, it, you know, it just really changed with the – Trojans wanted to do. Absolutely. A huge night of hoops uh, here, but a big week of hoops yes. coming up on WRBI. Uh, we're here tonight and uh, we're going to be back together for uh, three of the next four, uh, three of the next five nights. Mm. <laughs> and uh, you, you may get tired of us, but uh, but not our excitement about uh, about this game and these young people. I tell you that. Uh, this is Tuesday, so coming up on Wednesday, tomorrow night, mm-hmm. we'll have the Jacksonville girls at Lawrenceburg. And uh, I, I did my very first game at Lawrenceburg okay. uh, with you, and yeah. uh, uh, that will no doubt be a good time. And that's an interesting, excellent gym. Uh, in, uh, great gym, great uh, facility to play in. Keep in mind that Jacksonville squad coming off of a, an appearance in the finals, uh, yes. semi-state finals, no doubt they want to get back there. They're starting to round into shape. They look good in the tournament. Absolutely, they did. And so that should be exciting. Tomorrow night, we'll be at our regular time, uh, tip-off around 7.30, and we'll begin the broadcast around 7.15. On Thursday, we are with you once again for boys' action as Greenberg visits Batesville, where Aaron Garrett has won his 12th Ripley County tournament uh, out of 16 appearances. I got to believe the uh, Bulldogs are going to be loaded. Jim, that Thursday night is going to be a huge game. John and I traveled up to Greensburg earlier in the season. Bulldogs had uh, the Pirates down 10 points and then just a huge office explosion. Two back to back reads cut that to four, and the Pirates clawed their way back in and late got the win. Bulldogs have not forgotten about that night. Aaron Garrett has not forgotten about that night. Expect uh, expect fireworks Thursday night. <laughs> you guys write it down, and uh, then we have two matchups on Friday and Saturday between South Ripley and Oldenburg Academy. It'll be the boys on Friday giving us a night off. It'll be our friends Rob Moorhead and Brian Samples calling that one, and then Saturday afternoon 
beginning around 12.45. We will be with you at Oldenburg Academy for the South Ripley and Oldenburg girls. And, uh, wow, what what a what an afternoon that should be. Fun fact for you. Yes. The Oldenburg Lady Twisters, led by new head coach Dave Disborough, uh-huh. who used to coach right here really at east central. this jim at east central so how about that for fun facts that is very cool and and uh, i it's it's like we move between radio stations coaches move between schools there you go absolutely and uh, so it is going to be a huge huge week we invite you to be with us for all of it again uh, night games Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then Saturday afternoon at 12.45, uh, the two of us will get uh, yet another run at it. And, uh, of course, I thank Terrence Arney for uh, joining me uh, for that one and for this one here tonight. want to remind you that our sponsors have included Fleetwood Chevrolet, Hurt & Elko, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Margaret Mary Health, J.C. Bank, Bruns Gutswiller, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Ison's Family Pizza, the home of Coach's Corner every Monday night also gearings batesville chrysler dodge jeep mary huntington all-state insurance great plains communication and ivy tech community college terrence uh, thanks a lot for another broadcast and shepherding me through as the new guy uh with uh, all the newness still happening around here and uh, uh i i know i'll settle in sooner or later it, it is a blast so far i gotta say no doubt about it I, i'm glad that i had the opportunity to to work another one with you and look forward to the week Absolutely. It's going to be a good time. And uh, John Heil in the studio, of course, the mastermind uh, really making things happen for us and making us sound uh, maybe better than uh, certainly I deserve, but uh, uh, Terrence probably deserves a lot more, <laughs> but uh, better than I deserve for sure. So uh, for Terrence Sarney, I'm Jim Williams. Again, our final score on girls basketball here at uh, East Central High School was the Colonels of Dixie Heights beating the... Uh, Trojans, Trojans, golly, 45 to 30. It's been a long day. And uh, we will have, again, more action for you tomorrow night. It'll be Jacksonville at Lawrenceburg right here on the same spot, WRBIRadio.com, 103.9 FM, and the new WRBI app. Thanks much to John again for the effort in the studio. And we'll talk to you first thing in the morning right here on WRBI. Thanks, everybody.